Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the Three Pillars podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and it's going to be a good one tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about accountability. Uh, before we get started, shout out to my boy Ariel for this dope Three Pillars podcast t-shirt. I mean, that's just everything this podcast is about. Spiritual fitness, mental fitness, physical fitness. It's that shield guards your heart, guards your soul, guards your mind. Uh, Eve says, Eve says, God, Jesus on the back. <laughs> would have stood up, but it would have been weird. So mad shout out to Ariel. I appreciate you, man. Um, let's jump right in. Accountability. Um, we're going to pray first because I'm going to need some help uh, with this one because it's, it's, it's a topic that we can all, um, we can definitely all relate to. All right. Something that's very much lacking in this world is accountability. And the only person who can really help us and get us through it is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He's the one who's the ultimate source of accountability. So that being said, let's ask him to talk, talk with us tonight. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the uh, purpose you give us every day to wake us up fill our hearts full of blood our minds full of just you your thoughts lord and our bodies just uh strong for you and to be warriors for you lord thank you for giving us this opportunity uh lord we we really just thank you for being that source of just love and light in our life and also for being that that father that we all need that that really keeps us on that straight and narrow path lord Lord, I ask that you bless anybody tuning in this podcast. Lord, I ask that you just be with our nation. Lord, I ask that you just be with all the peoples of our nation who are afraid, who are uneasy, who are, who are just uh, uncertain of what's going on. Uh, Lord, just give them peace. And Lord, finally, I ask that you use me today and help us just you know, shine your message and give your light to anybody who tunes in. Lord, I saw this in your holy name. Amen. All right. Accountability. There's, again, three pillars of fitness, spiritual, physical, and mental. We're going to talk about all three real fast <clears throat> as it pertains to accountability. Jumping right in, accountability to God is, first and foremost, where you need to center yourself. We've talked about it before in other episodes. If you hold yourself accountable to anybody else, especially a lot of people hold themselves accountable, I'm accountable to myself, uh, you are going to let yourself down. A lot. <laughs> we're, we're human. We're, we're not omniscient. We're not omnipresent. We're not, uh, we're not perfect. We are fallen beings. And that being said, we're, we're a corrupt form of what we could be. So if you want to hold yourself accountable to any kind of morality, to any kind of... Um, plan to any kind of if you want to hold yourself accountable get yourself to heaven as it were let's put it in that term your eternal salvation you've got to put your accountability in the lord so you've got to know that he's watching everything that you do and so then you develop that integrity you're doing uh the right thing even when nobody's watching but you know the lord's always watching so if you're doing if you are cognizant of that fact and you can hold yourself accountable for your actions 
who better to hold yourself accountable than somebody who can, who can see everything and hear every, know every thought, know your heart. If you're like, oh, well, you know, God doesn't exist. All right, cool. Who are you holding yourself accountable to? You know what I mean? It's very difficult. I mean, we all know, most people generally know right from wrong, but we know there's a lot of knuckleheads out there that don't care. Who are they holding themselves accountable? Themselves. So that they fall they fall into these self-destructive pa uh, patterns. Some people might find themselves in a position of power. Think about it like a warlord or a gang leader or something like that. You've got this position of power. But this is all earthly stuff. I'm talking about your eternal salvation. Like once this world, this plane ends, this body, this meat suit you're in is finished, then what? That's the kind of accountability. If you want to get yourself to the finish line, finish that race, endure to the end, as they say in the good book, you will be saved. All right? But you have to believe and you have to keep yourself accountable to the Lord. Doesn't mean your good works are going to get you there. You still have to, you have, to have that faith and you got to pitch out all the other corrupt uh, corruption in the world. There's a whole spiritual realm, a lot of other little G gods out there that would like to revere themselves above um Jesus, but that ain't it. So accountability to him is number one. How are you going to get yourself on that straight and narrow path? Again, you think about your life as, as having like guardrails, right? And you're going down that straight and narrow path, but as you bounce to one side, bounce to the other, that's, that's Jesus. That's your morals. That's everything kind of keeping you where you need to go. Now, if you start widening that, those guardrails, all right, now you've got more room for error. Right. Same thing like your bowling alley. Little kids you put the little bumpers in the bowling alley, right? Same kind of deal. That's your your count. But you want that on the straight and narrow. You want to you want to walk that path. Because that's what the Lord wants us to do. Now, how does that play into your your mental accountability? They're they're kind of almost like one in the same. But the the if you want to separate it out, we all have issues. We've all got demons we've all got you know and, and we say we say demons uh you know we could get into demonic uh possession and oppression but i don't want to really do that it's it's really not an entity that's possessed you unless you've actually you know invited one in but there are oppressive spirits out there so you are battling the the demons as it were but they're not your inner demons right but that's what the lie that they tell you there are spiritual demons and you've got to you've got to put your armor on like we said before and uh and be able to resist that resist the devil and he shall flee right not just you know the big man the big devil right all the little minions too all right there's, i'm actually reading a book right now there's a lot of names for the for the devil we'll just call him satan obviously but he's got little minions right you can ward them off if you resist them and you put your armor on. But they will oppress you. They will lie to you. The stuff you watch on TV. Again, that accountability. What are you putting in your body that's like... What are you putting in your body that is making you have these thoughts? You know, I'm not good enough because I see this dude on TV with this perfect life and perfect physique and blah, 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 blah. Maybe that guy's miserable too. He's just paid to do what he does. All these actors and, and uh, celebrities and NFL folk, I mean, the, the, the sports guys, they work really hard. But at some point, 
those guys are still just actors too. If you get down to it, they play a part. They throw a ball. They catch a ball. They run really fast. It's awesome. You, you want to be strive to be something like that. But if you look at it the way it is today, those guys are told what to do all day long, told what they can and can't do. They're, they're pretty scripted uh, as what, what they got going on. A lot of it's political. So they're controlled. They might have all this money. Same thing with the actors. You think these guys make their own decisions? No, you're free. You're more free than them. So don't compare yourself to the what you see on TV. In fact, cut it off. All right. Talking about the trauma, talking about things that have gone on in your life. If you've got emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, things like that, that sucks. I get it. Your, it, your, your body has these defense mechanisms and these walls that it, it will put up uh, to help kind of dissociate and kind of get you out of. If you look into any uh, human trafficking or uh, ritual abuse, satanic ritual abuse uh, victims, they can get that kind of dissociative identity disorder. They can really kind of, their mind can literally get fractured. But there are groups out there that can help, uh, can help with that. Now that's really, really extreme. If we get into... Uh, less extreme things. I and mean, everybody's got their own levels of trauma, PTSD and stuff like that. But the way you get through it is A, out of the situation. If it's in a, a dangerous situation, I'm, I'm hoping people are out of it. All right. So let's not go so extreme for a minute. Let's just say if you are in an, an, an abusive relationship. Dudes, if you're in a relationship where the, the female is emotionally abusing you, because that's generally how dudes get um, abused is emotional abuse. You know, if you leave me, I'll kill myself. That's emotional abuse. That's 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 hard for a guy, especially if he's like, man, I just can't do this anymore. This girl's got a lot of baggage. She's got a lot of issues that I can't help with. I just she needs to see somebody, but she's not. And now I can't handle it. I got to take a step back. And now she says she's gonna kill herself. Man, now I got to stick to her. Next thing you know, you've been married for five years and you're miserable. Maybe you got a kid or something like that, but you're still miserable. Lot to unpack there. If you um, get that far as where you're married and got a kid, you got to figure it out. You got to get some counseling. You got to talk it out. You need to go to church. You need to pray. You need to try to break through that. Whatever is the cause of that emotional imbalance. Is it daddy issues? Is it, you know, sexual trauma? Whatever. You got it. But the point is you got to get it out. Ladies, the same, same kind of deal. If you've had a lot of issues out there, you got to resolve them, that mental accountability. You have to address the problem and stop repressing it and stop burying it. You got to talk and you got to get off the medication. Some of the meds will help regulate you in the beginning. I get it. But the ultimate goal is to get off of that. And a lot of that has to do with your diet. Then that's getting into the physical. We'll get to that in a minute. But these things that are, are plaguing you at some point, you got to stop pointing the finger. I get it. There are evil people out there that have done some, some crap stuff to you. There's evil things you've seen uh, for the vets out there who have seen some horrible stuff, had to do some things that they don't want to talk about to normal people. All right. This stuff can haunt you. And it's, you know, big, big government, big military's fault. It's, you know, uncle, uncle so-and-so did this to me when I was little. You know, dad did this to me when I was, dad wasn't around. Mom was abusive. What all these things that happen when you are an adult at some point in your life you have to 
get a grip on the things that you can control. Your emotions, how you react to things, and you've got to figure out how to get help. That is not a bottle or a needle or pills. How do you do that? You got to find support network. You got to reach out to somebody. You got to go just make a phone call. Don't think anybody's going to think less of you because you're trying to get help with something. Uh, that's the big thing that holds people back is, oh, man, people are going to think I'm crazy because I got to go talk to a therapist. You could be perfectly healthy and go talk to a therapist and, and it can turn out phenomenally. You know, a lot of some people just go to counseling just to. Make sure they got everything, you know, just another just unbiased third party that you can talk to and it can give you an objective opinion about what's going on in your life. Because a lot of times, like friends and family are awesome, you know, if they're a good support network, but a lot of times there's a, there's some bias there. Sometimes you've got to have that third party that, I'll get, that again, that objective, unbiased third party that can sit and let you air it all out and give you an objective opinion of what's going on or an analysis. An analysis. And say, hey, listen, I'm going to be real with you. Tell you stuff, not just stuff you need to hear or you want to hear. I should say stuff you need to hear. Stuff like I'm, you know, you, you know, I get it. You had, you know, emotional issues growing up, but you're not in that position anymore. You haven't been in that position for 15 years. Why are you still dwelling on this? You need to move on. The best thing you can do at that point is to forgive that person. That's part of the accountability to uh, to your mental accountability to yourself, to the Lord, they te the Lord teaches us forgiveness. All right, that doesn't mean you now. I'm going to go hug the person and be with them. They have things to be honky dory. No, forgive them because you, you forgive yourself for all the emotions and anger you've got towards that person. Let them go. Never see them again. You're done. Move on. Especially if you are now in a relationship with um, you know, somebody who you have pledged your life to. If you're married to somebody and You've got all this issue and say say you're a female and you've got a, a man who really cares about you, but you've got issues that he can't help you out with. Um, but if you if if you say my my uh, analogies kind of run together, I apologize. If you're that female and you've had some kind of father issue, um, let's just say and you can't forgive him. But you got this new guy. He's awesome. He's solid. But you just can't give him 100 percent because you're still stuck on your dad. Forgive your dad, and it's good. This can be really anything. You replace these however you think think you need to, but forgive that person, and if and just kind of try to. It's over. It's done. It's in the past. You've got this new person who's this new spiritual head of your household who is now helping you get to heaven. That's that's another part of the union, the accountability. Now you're accountable, accountable with this mental accountability and it's spiritual too, because being in a relationship should be a little bit of both, uh, and physical too. But that's that's a whole it's a whole other podcast. Um, but you're accountable to that person. I'll tell you, you've got to, you've got to be able to get pour back into your spouse, guys and girls alike. You got to be able to pour back into your spouse. You can't do that. If you're still stuck on something that's happened in the past 15 years ago, that's still causing you trouble. Let it go. Let it go. The burden's over. It's done. I release you. If that person's a thousand miles away, they can't hurt you anymore. If you've got a spouse, and you've told them everything like that, they're going to be there to protect you, hopefully. You got to let it go. That's that's the mental aspect. And again, you can, you can but without going, you know, an hour into this podcast, you you can replace that. So your PTSD, you saw your buddy die in combat, and you did everything you could to, to save that person. You made it out, and they didn't. 
I'm not, and, and people say, oh, they, they signed up to do that. You know, they knew what was going to happen. Well, to a point, yeah, but nobody wants to see your butt, your best friend die on the battlefield. All right. But hopefully you smoked the Joker who got it or captured him and, and got him detained in these, you know, prison for war crimes or executed or something like that. Um, but you got to, you got to say it's, it's, it happens. It's part of war. War is not pretty. War is not, um, this glamorous thing that you see in the movies, it's ugly and you see the worst part of people. Sometimes you see some cool stuff, uh, but you know, I really can't talk that articulately about it because I, I haven't been there, but I can, I, can, I can see the thought processes. I never went on any combat deployments. That's, that's, not, that's not a secret, but I know a lot of guys who have, they struggle with this stuff because you know, I, you know, I got blown up and my buddy died and I survived and it's and you survivor guilt and everything. You gotta talk about it. Guys and girls, you gotta talk. Not, not. I'm not a VA shrink either, man. I'm telling you, go see a, go see a good, solid Christian counselor. There's a lot of vets out there that are Christian counselors, or that are just counselors in general. They can talk to you and say, "Hey, man, look, it happens." They wouldn't want you sitting there dwelling on, on it, especially when you did everything that you could to help that person out. All right. Getting into the veteran suicide thing, there's a lot of stress that goes on being an active duty or a veteran. Active duty, you don't get paid anything. You work crap hours, you get barked at for, and you got out. Now you got you sit through all these stupid powerpoints and stuff. Like, there's a lot that goes on in it. Add on top of that, you got your high school sweetheart who you brought from Beehive, Tennessee, now to Camp Pendleton, California. You you. Dated her for a year in high school, and now you're out there living this, you know, American dream, being in the military. And all of a sudden, she's all by herself. You're on deployment. She's got nothing going on, but she's got to, to live and have no. So now you got money, you got uh, for your for your housing allowance, and now she's there by herself. And then Jody shows up. Everybody knows who Jody is. Stuff like that happens, and it sucks. But that's you know whose fault is that? If we want to talk about accountability, you know. P.C. Schmuckatelli should not have brought his high school sweetheart all the way to California. Leave her at home, let her go to school, do work or whatever like that while you do what you got to do and get married at least after one deployment, right? But all these things, it happens and they compound your uh, your experience in the military, all this stress. I got a car now that I've got 19% interest on because, I, you know, I got no credit and used car salesmen, uh, you know, jipped me into this deal I'm obviously not making a lot of money. Uh, I'm still trying to, you know, keep my sergeant happy. Keep my, you know, if I'm a, if I am the sergeant or staff sergeant, you know, got to keep my wife, and my family happy, or get keep my guys in order, and still keep PT, and then talk to the battalion command. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. A lot of things. A lot of things. And I think some of the commands don't understand. They might, maybe some some are better than others, but some they they don't understand how much stress can be on somebody. In that situation but again good solid leadership can get in there hey guys this let's address these problems right now and, and and the the commands i was in actually did a pretty good job of if you had issues they would try to resolve it or you weren't going to deploy yeah you're a man down but i'd rather have a man down than have a man that in in the in the on the deployment or in the fight that's got a lot of issues going on because you can't focus and that's that's the key part of it is that accountability so it, you tying it all the way back around your accountability, um, you got to look inward at it. 
All right, you know when they say you point at somebody, you got three fingers pointing back at you, same kind of deal. <clears throat> Instead of points at that person's to blame, that person's to blame, that person's to blame. Look at yourself for a minute too and see if there's something that you have done and can take ownership of too, because that's huge is that ownership of uh, whatever problem uh, it might be. Highly encourage that um, for your mental accountability. And then physical accountability. This is real simple. This is short, sweet, to the point. Physical accountability is uh, holding yourself to a plan, a routine, a diet. You have full control over your, your physical processes for the most part. Granted, there's some you know, outside factors, you know, genetics or family history of things like that. But <clears throat> if you're cognizant of that, by doing blood work, doing a personal health history assessment, things of that nature, you know what you're kind of predisposed to. Um, you control what you put in your in your body as far as your diet goes. You control what, again, goes into your brain. You know, are you eating the right things? Are you eating the wrong things? Are you uh, slamming beers down every night? Are you drinking a lot of a, a crap ton of water? Your supplements and stuff, you're taking vitamin C, vitamin D, um, going to the gym, getting your cardio in. That's a huge role in the physical. And if you've got your physical accountability right and you get your gut and stuff cleaned up, that's going to help clear your mind. It's going to give you more mental clarity, more natural energy. And that's going to help you get back more in tune with uh, the spirit and keeping yourself accountable to the Lord. So you see how that stuff all kind of plays together. And the physical accountability too, the way you can really kind of bolster that is having a buddy who goes to the gym with you, having a personal trainer. We've talked about these things before, but that's how who you can kind of report to on this plane if you're going to um, keep up with your, your physical fitness, if you want to maintain that kind of accountability. Eventually, it'll get down to your own, uh, your own self-discipline because now, okay, I'm doing this. This is my body. This is my temple. This is my temple to the Lord. He's going to, uh, this is all for the glory of the Lord. Me being as strong and physically fit as possible, me having mental clarity so I can deal with the the issues and stuff that come up there, because that's part of the armor, right? It's your helmet of salvation it keeps the, your head in check, right? I got my got my shield, I got my sword. I'm ready to use them. I'm strong enough to, to to take care of it. I can get rid of the arrows that are coming at my heart. Like all these things come, you know, full circle. They all work together. Three pillars, right? Uh, and it ultimately is down to, to you. At the end of the day, this accountability stuff gets down to you and who you hold yourself accountable to. And if you hold yourself accountable to the Lord, he's going to guide and direct you. Then you say, okay, I can do this. I'm going to do this for the Lord. I'm going to get my mind right. I'm going to get my body right. And we're all going to be happily ever after. All right. So a little bit of a rant today. Um, but accountability, not a lot of it in the world, right? There's... Too many people are out there with this sense of entitlement, and you probably guys have probably heard that spiel a million times, especially today. Everybody thinks, oh, somebody owes me something. Well, nobody owes you jack diddly squat. I don't care if you are a veteran, if you're not a veteran, if you've been to college, you haven't been to college. Nobody owes you jack. All right. What they can owe you is respect if you are respectful to people. And you have that account, but like I said, that person you said, oh, that it's that person's fault. I'm whatever they owe me, such and such. No, they don't. And if you're blaming them for the situation that you're in, you're never going to move forward. Because if you're always waiting for some somebody else to come and pull you out of that situation, you could be waiting forever. Are there some times when it happens? Sure, I don't know. Some uncle 
get some inheritance and you know, spreads it to his family, whatever. Now you're not, you know, struggling on your bills, whatever. That's a rare occurrence. But if you're waiting on the government to uh, sound the all clear and say, hey, you guys can go back to normality or whatever, like, you're going to be waiting for a while. You might as well just take accountability, take ownership, and do what you got to do because we do live in a free country. Make your voice heard. That's all I'm going to say on that. But again, entitlement, too much of that going on. No accountability. I messed up. Oh, I got a bad grade. It's because my teacher hates me. No, you probably got a bad grade because you suck. Like, you know what I mean? I, I tried to play baseball when I was in like eighth grade and I was terrible. I didn't make the team. I was like, oh man, like I was an athlete, right? Didn't make the baseball team. Guess what? I sucked. I couldn't hit a ball. It's a big part of baseball. I could run real fast. I could field, field all right. Couldn't hit a freaking baseball. <laughs> You're not going to put me on the team. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? If you're a football player and you don't make the starting lineup, oh, the coach hates me. Well, maybe you should try harder. You know what I mean? Those are just simple examples. The world doesn't owe you anything. You have to work your butt off to get it. And that gets back down to your accountability. Check, Raj. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it this week. Next week, we're going to lighten the load a little bit and talk about humor. Uh, we're going to talk about humor uh, and how to take, uh, kind of make light of serious situations because um, there's a lot of like negativity going on in the world and we want to try to talk about humor. Um, I'm not a really funny guy, but I'm going to try next week. We'll see what happens. And then after that, we're going to talk about fear. So stay tuned. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for again for this opportunity. Thank you um, for using me, uh, for having letting us have this conversation uh, with your fold, Lord. Lord, I ask that you just bless everyone who tunes into this. Just open their minds, open their hearts, uh, open their souls to you. Help them uh, be more accountable in their day-to-day -day operation, both spiritually, uh, physically, and mentally, Lord. Lord, we know you are the uh, sovereign over all of us. And Lord, we love you. And we just ask that you uh, continue to give us strength and, and increase our faith in you every single day. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I really appreciate you guys tuning in once again. Uh, if this speaks to you, uh, please um, like like the, the, the show, uh, comment, subscribe to the channel, share it. I would really appreciate you guys sharing it. That'd be dope uh, to get some people out there and uh, get some more views up. We've had, had pretty good viewership, you know, for a small channel like mine. Um, but, you know, I think some of the content's all right. Uh, maybe not. If, you, if, it, if it stinks, tell me. Let me, let me know, please. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big boy. I can, I can handle the the, um, the constructive criticism, as it were. Uh, and again, if there's comment, if there's things you guys want to talk about, I got the next couple of episodes planned out. But uh, if there's things you guys want to hear and want to talk about, if you guys want to jump on and uh, and throw something at me, by all means, uh, we'll, we can work that out. So, all that being said, uh, God bless you all. Have a phenomenal week, and uh, we'll see you next time. Tobinator out.